Welcome to Wake Up With Wall Street for Wednesday, April 7th. Today's top stories, what in the world is the Federal Reserve thinking? Well, we're about ready to find out. What will that mean for stocks? I'll have details shortly. And speaking of stocks, they didn't get very far from home yesterday as we wait to hear from the Fed, who bucked that trend and made a move. I'll discuss that in a moment. Finally, President Biden wants to make all Americans eligible for COVID vaccination in less than two weeks. Is this the beginning of the end for this nightmare? I'll have more on those and other topics shortly, as well as a complete check of the overnight markets. I'm Scott Nations. Now wake up and let's get to it. A quick recap of the action on Wall Street from Tuesday. Stocks were mixed to slightly lower yesterday, with the S&P losing one-tenth of one percent, and the NASDAQ 100 losing one-quarter of one percent. While the S&P fell, there were slightly more winners than losers in the index, so we can call it a wash for the day. Sectors were no more emphatic, with technology the big loser, even though that loss was less than four-tenths of one percent. The consumer discretionary sector was the big winner. It gained a similar four-tenths of one percent on the day. One surprise in yesterday's lackluster action was that interest rates fell, the yield on the 10-year Treasury dropped by six basis points, and it is once again well below 1.7%. I would normally expect that sort of a move in interest rates to help stocks and to really help the NASDAQ 100. I'll be watching this dynamic because it's often telling when markets do not do what we expect. Crude oil gained ground yesterday, but the stocks making up the energy sector fell by one quarter of 1%. So the entire day ended up confusing investors as they wait for the minutes of the Federal Reserve's most recent meeting. Those minutes will be released later today, and I'll discuss what to expect in a moment. President Biden announced yesterday that all adults in the United States should be eligible for the COVID vaccine by April 19th. That's just 12 days from now. The previous goal was for everybody to be eligible by May 1st, so this is a nice development. The president also reported that more than 150 million doses have been administered. That means that well more than 100 million Americans have received at least one dose. That doesn't mean we're out of trouble and I'm still wearing a mask when I'm in public, but this is good news and I think it's fair to say that this is the beginning of the end of the pandemic. When it comes to vaccinating the rest of our population, I say giddy up. Turning now to the day ahead on Wall Street, at 7.15 a.m. Eastern Time with two hours and 15 minutes to go before markets open. Stocks are set to continue their aimless ways when trading resumes. All the major indexes point to a gain of less than one-tenth of one percent. So it looks like we'll recoup what was lost yesterday, but that's about it, at least on the open. Interest rates are unchanged from yesterday's close, with the yield on the 10-year still at 1.65%. Crude oil prices are up nearly 1% overnight, but they have not made up the big losses from Monday. Crude oil for May delivery is trading at $59.86 a barrel. It seems that markets are waiting for this afternoon's release of the minutes from the Federal Reserve's meeting on March 17th. Those minutes will be released at 2 p.m. Eastern Time today. Investors will be dissecting the release for insight into the Fed's thinking regarding monetary policy. I've discussed this several times recently. But the Fed has kept short-term interest rates extremely low, they're effectively at zero, and continues to buy longer-dated notes and bonds in order to push longer-term interest rates lower, too. I think the Fed is fueling inflation as well as a bubble in asset prices, so I'll be reading this release for insight into any timing for the Fed to ease up a bit. 
Short-term rates at zero made sense a year ago, but nobody's out of work right now because of interest rate policy, so it makes sense to pay attention to the unintended and harmful consequences of keeping rates so low. That's been Wake Up With Wall Street for Wednesday, April 7th. I'm Scott Nations. Remember, you can join me every weekday to get a jump on the day ahead, and be certain to join me every Friday for that week's Worst Company in the World. If you have a company you'd like to nominate as the very worst in the world, just send me an email. That email address is worstcompany at wakeupwithwallstreet.com. Now wake up and go get them.